All right, what is going on? Just a couple quick announcements before we get to the show, because it is long. Uh, Meech is not on the show this week, as he was on vacation. So it's just me and Dubs. Hopefully, we carry it through. And actually, I guess it's not a couple. I guess that's the only thing. All right, let's start the show. Dubs. What's going on, man? How's the week been? It's been alright, man. It was that last final grind for work, that last uh what do you call it? Late season push. On yeah. Ten day vacation Playoff right push. now. Yeah. Playoff push, yeah. Wait, you're on a ten day vacation? Hell yeah, bro. Papa I gotta go pick up Papa Dubs tomorrow morning. What By are you the time this do? comes out, he'll be here. I'm basically just gonna chill, hang out. I need a fucking break from life, yeah. and that's what that's gonna be. I mean, I did that like a month ago. I took a week yeah. off and just didn't do anything. That's pretty much what this is gonna be. We might do like a day or two doing shit. I'm probably gonna have right. a party, but word, yeah. I need oh, a break God. from being a fucking human. Yeah, I I I hear you, dude. Sometimes you and just I haven't gotta... hung out with pops and about three four years now. So right, right. I mean, we hung out virtually. But, yeah, virtually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to play uh, Resident Evil 2. Nice. I used to, yeah. man, I used to, when I was like, I don't know, I was probably 21 or so, a mm-hmm. friend of mine rented an apartment, and he had a roommate who was like 30, and he had a giant-ass projector in his room, and we would just sit up there all night just smoking weed and playing Resident Evil. We played like all of them up to that yeah, point bro. all the way through, because that was what 13 years ago or so so i think i've told you about this my um the like last group of people i played overwatch with because for people listening i'm sure you've heard us say it before but that's how me and birdie met playing overwatch i joined his lobby cracked cracked a couple jokes (laughs) and then here we are three years later It but, was more than cracked a couple jokes. We won like twelve games in a row, and I was like, "That's You're true." My we new played best for friend. like we played for like eight <laughs> hours, and we didn't lose. And I was like, "This team is elite," and then we've never recaptured that success. <laughs> it's true. We had like a, a what a four or five squad, and we won like literally every single game. Like and then all from night. then on, it was just like like people who play Overwatch know how rare that is. Yeah, we know how rare it is because every night after that, we proceeded to lose pretty much like three and three. (laughs) If you're positive, you get that's a huge win. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, the point I was making there, the friend I used to have that we played Overwatch together uh, still text occasionally. But you and him sound incredibly similar and it always makes me. Oh, yeah. But he was a big mercy main. And when. Sorry, I got distracted. There's That's change okay. In my pocket. There's I can hear the change. Pocket. I can hear the <laughs> jangling. <laughs> I was taking it out. Um, no, he, when we were playing Overwatch, the last Resident Evil came out, 
and he like share played it through PlayStation with me. Yeah, yeah. So he played Resident Evil Seven. Like we just switch off. He'd be like, "All right, I gotta go take a piss here," and he just give me the controls, which I at the time I didn't even know you could do. Just crazy. Yeah. Just let somebody else play your game on your saves on your PlayStation. He lived in Georgia, so it's like literally across the country. Yeah, man. It's crazy to me. I was like, "Whoa, technology." Yeah, uh, uh, that's how I played Uncharted Four the first time. My homie yeah. had a PlayStation, and he was like not gonna be home for like a few hours so he, was, he just let me play it and i yeah. i was like oh shit this game is oh, tits yeah bro that seven was tits and but the point i was bringing yeah. it back to yeah. i'm probably gonna play two and go oh shit resident <laughs> evil because that's how i was with the seventh one i hadn't played it in forever and I well was like, i oh, mean shit resident evil's badass yeah and then i'm probably gonna play the second one and then promptly go buy the new resident evil 8 yeah i mean the thing is like the early ones are from what i understand like so much i haven't played one since they're I very different four. yeah I they're way different three and that was the only one i had played i think it was three or four i don't remember which one it was but probably that was the four because that one was like real big that's probably four then. So that was yeah. the only one I had played, and I played seven. I was like, this is way different. But it yeah. seems like eight is very similar to seven. It's just a different uh, setting and villains and everything. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's sort of a continuation, I think. I don't know. I mean, all I know is, like, horror is the jam. I mean, we both talked about Outlast and how, like, yeah. lit that game is. But game uh, is a fucking Oh, my freak God. Show. My freak arms show. are fucking hurting. I decided to do lifting today, and I haven't done that in... Even lift, bro? Like, <laughs> I haven't done it in probably a year, and like I can't even lift my arms. I just I'll lift for sure. Bro. Like, well, I, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing it. I don't like yeah, this. Fuck that, dude. I, we had to do it in our <laughs> gym class sometimes, and I interned for my AD, and we were always pretty close. But he was my gym teacher one year, a couple of years actually. But anyway, we were doing lifting one time, and I like my back's fucked up, and I had only lifted a couple times before that. And he was watching me do it. He was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "This looks terrible." <laughs> he's just shitting on me. And he's like, "You got to do this, this, and this." And I was like, "I physically can't." I was like, "My knees and my back don't let me do that." <laughs> yeah, man, I don't like it. I don't know if I'm gonna continue do. Oh my god! All right. Look, we're going to talk about baseball in a moment. Welcome to Stone Sports, your number one place for sports news. I promise we'll get there. But we got to talk about the fucking MLB app. I just got a notification. This oh, it's is, garbage. This, this is all it says. This is all the notification says. New York Mets, the official app of the New York Mets. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, why? Why did I need to? Oh, my God. It's the fucking. MLB app is garbage. It's I trash. It. Never update it. Never use it. You just follow all the MLB shit that you want to follow on ESPN, and they'll give you the notifications an hour late. But you right, got right. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing about the MLB app. I use it just to follow. I follow the Mets, the Red Sox, um, and the Blue Jays. Weirdly enough, I just started following because I felt like they were going to be a little better this year. So I was like, they don't oh, have oh, great pitching. They yeah, have oh. uh, Meech's boy backpack, Ray Ugin. But other right. than that, their pitching staff is pretty weak. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I had this like, weird gut feeling that they might be like better this year. So I kind of wanted to follow them. It's not, you know, what I thought yeah. it would be. Let's hit this oof. And yeah. Then we'll get into yeah. Baseball. And then we'll get to the baseball. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. And then we'll progress into uh, the rest of our scheduled programming here. <laughs> <laughs> so professional yeah right nice job thanks man all right so we're going to minnesota for this one 
Normally we're in Florida or somewhere overseas. I'm actually going to Minnesota in a couple months for just for like three days. So uh, hit me or fucking what? I'm going to see. I'm going to see Ween. I have a friend who lives in Minneapolis. That's just as just as obscure as Minnesota. (laughs) Everyone knows Ween, though. Come on. No. Yeah. No one knows Ween. What the fuck is Ween? Do you know Ween? Yeah, you do. No. Have you ever seen the SpongeBob movie? Yeah. Okay. You know the song "Ocean Man." Take me by the hand. Take me to the land. That's what part of the movie is it in? I think it's at the end of the movie. I can't okay. remember, but I know it's in the movie. It, their names are Gene and Dean Ween. Gene and Dean Ween. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you should check them out. Their music is super weird. They have like all these weird. They have a song called Big Fat Fuck, which is just this like funky groove. And then this voice over top of it going feeling like a big fat fuck. <laughs> you got to check it out. It's really weird and fucking hilarious. They have songs called like Waving My Dick in the Wind and shit like that. Great. Oh, band. they have the. They did the loop to loop song. Yeah, yeah. They're like everyone knows at least one Ween song. They just don't know that it's Ween. That's yeah, the like, and weird Dean part. Ween and Gene Ween sound like made up <laughs> fucking people. If, like, <laughs> like if you if I didn't look this up and then at the end of this conversation you just went gotcha, I'd have been like, yeah, I fucking knew it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to Minnesota for that. So let me know what's happening in Minnesota so I can prepare myself. Fucking ween. All right. So this guy set a record. His name is Joe Grismore. Joe Grismore set his first record in 2020 when his fan mohawk was measured at 42 and a half inches tall. Jesus Christ. Grismore said his stylist, Kay Jetman, and his wife, Laura Grismore, helped him mold his now 50.9-inch hair into the world's tallest spike mohawk. Kay and I had worked for a long time, Grismore said, as far as how to make this all happen. We just did it without ratting it, laying on the floor, different hairsprays, I don't know. Big trial and error, but we made it. Oh my god, that's so big. That's four feet and two inches. This man's already like six feet tall and his hair goes up another four, dude. He's got a duck to get into fucking rooms just because of his goddamn mohawk. Because of his outdated hairstyle. I used to have one. I used to have one. And if that's we wanted used to, get to it, outdated. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's the oof part of it. <laughs> Although this kid at work is rocking a mullet right now, and I'm loving it. Yeah, like Mitch Marner. Did you see Mitch Marner's haircut the other night? I was like, yeah, what dude. the fuck, bro? Yeah, it's weird how, like, some people can wear a mullet, and I'm like, lit. And then some people wear it, and like, no. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I don't think it's actually the mullet. I think it's the person. You know, like if you're a cool person, you can carry the mullet. But if you're like a meth head, the mullet doesn't work for you. It just like, I came magnifies into, methness. What really did it for me was I came into work and he was like, hey, like the mullet? And I was like, I absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's amazing. That's like some fucking like adult swim, like home movie shit. Hey, like the mullet. <laughs> I was like, now I do. <laughs> that's super <laughs> awkward. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I He's used to have a mohawk, her. and to get it to stand up, mine was probably, I don't know, I'd say like six, eight inches, well, eight, ten inches. And to get it to stand up, I would literally have to use like a whole can of hairspray on one side and then another can on the other. 
So that's a lot of work to get a four foot mullet to stand up. God knows what that dude's doing to his hair. He's going to get like hair cancer. Probably more work possible. than whatever lifting you did. <laughs> oh, that's so true. That's so true. All right, let's uh let's hold let's, on before yeah. last point yeah. on this fucking mohawk <laughs> shit. David Rush got oh another record my. to beat, homie. Oh, oh yeah, but that one's a long game. He's not gonna be able to just bullshit his way through that one like he does every nah. other fucking record. He's gonna just, he'll fun. probably look at it and go, that's too hard. No yeah. chance. <laughs> not rushing to do that one. Hey, uh, <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Little let, Oscar Wilde wordplay. Yeah, you like just that? Call back to last episode. Yeah, come on now. By one the way, day. I clipped yeah. the Rail and Gator Tales conversation from last episode, and I've watched it <laughs> probably 30,000 times. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> oh, that's real cokehead terminology. I'm not kidding you. All right, let's get to the baseball. So, baseball. Um, yeah. So, have you seen hmm. my baseball? <laughs> Forgot about that. So, what do you want to talk about first with baseball? Because there is surprisingly about... quite a bit to talk about. Yeah, a lot happened this week. But uh, I think we should start with the biggest fuckery of the week since we moved from the oof to baseball. Let's hit the baseball uh -huh. oof of the week with the Pittsburgh Pirates, who in themselves are typically an oof. But did you see the Javi Baez shit? I did. I did. So the worst part of that, Birdie? Mm hmm Two outs. Oh, no way. So let's set the stage. Holy so, shit. There's a runner on third for the Cubs. I don't know what inning it was. I don't know what the score was, but I know it, there were two outs. Javi Baez right. hits like a little dribbler, or was it a drop third strike? I don't. No, because it was a ground ball to the first baseman. Yes, he, it was. That's why. Yeah, it uh, absolutely right. was. Yeah. Little dribbler to first base. Uh, player for the Pirates picks it up, which I forgot his name. I don't think I wrote it down. Do you have it? Absolutely not. All right, hold on. You can cut this part out. No, nah, we're keeping it. We're keeping it. <laughs> right. It's not going anywhere. This shit Will Craig. stays in. Will Craig. Go. All right. I knew it was something super basic, <laughs> and I was like, I almost debated Two first writing it names. down. Two and I was like, names. I can remember that, and no. It's like John anyway. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> so Will Craig get, picks up the ground ball from Javi Baez. There's two outs. Typical baseball. What do you do there, Birdie? You you, you tag, tag first the, base. Yeah, you tag the base. Yeah. It's like it's such a simple answer. I like my brain froze. It's like, what do you mean? What do you do? Like, it, yeah. you just tag them out. That's day like, one baseball. There's two outs. Ground ball goes to first base. It's not even day one baseball. Like, we're born with that knowledge That's, now. <laughs> there are grooves in our brain dedicated to that specific <laughs> when we're born. <laughs> That's how simple this is, Will Craig. But anyway, this fucking dude, instead of, uh, and Javi Baez, credit to him just on the fly just yeah being like, fuck it i'm gonna run back to home yeah he pick, <laughs> the dude picks up the ball and instead of tagging first base javi baez sees this and starts running back to home first baseman starts chasing down javi baez back to home plate while there's two outs could just tag it inning over yep. then the runner sees this that's on third and starts going for home <laughs> javi baez stalls long enough 
Craig goes to throw the ball into the plate to beat the runner from third. Safe. So you got. But wait, but wait. that. And wait. The ball goes to home plate after the runner's safe. Javi Baez breaks back to first. And because there's no one covering, because the first baseman ran the ball back down the line. (laughs) Will Craig. Javi Baez is safe at first. Inning continues and a run scores. Pittsburgh wait, wait, Pirates. Wait, doesn't he make it to first and then makes it to first? Catcher goes tries to, to second. Yeah, yeah, he gets to second base. He gets he turns so much it worse. into a double. He turns it into an RBI triple, and a double. Triple. Oh, was he got a triple? oh my god! They threw it past second base again, and he ran into third. Yeah, because like and here's the announcer the was thing. just going, "Keep going, keep going, Javi." Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the funny thing, man. I. I don't remember uh, what I was talking about, but I came downstairs yesterday and my brother was in the living room watching some old UFC fight. I don't remember what it was. And I brought up something with hockey and then he brought up that play and he was like, did you watch it? And I was like, no, like I don't fucking watch the Cubs. Like I just don't care about the Cubs. And he was like, dude, it's fucking stupid. And then you were like, yo, yo, we got to talk about this on the show. And I was like, all right, I need to watch this. And I, my jaw hit the floor. Like, it, it's just. What it, movie was it? It was no movie. He was watching. Oh, I'm sorry. Like a, my yeah. discord cut out and I just heard your brother. So I assumed it was a movie. No, he was watching like old an old UFC fight. I just don't remember gotcha, what fight gotcha, it gotcha. was. But um, I, my, when I saw the play, like my jaw hit the floor because it's one thing when you see a huge error made. It's one thing if if a couple of things happen, but to have all of that happen in one sequence is and of just... course it happened to none other than the Pittsburgh fucking yeah fire. exactly and it's just you like my jaw at the floor that was my first thing it was pure shock and awe and then my second feeling was just so much sympathy for Pirates fans because they have to just <laughs> I mean they've got to feel worse than Buffalo Sabers fans right now. I remember yeah. when we talked to Chris Carter and he was like, I mean, I was alive for like when Bonds and them were making the conference or the league championship and everything. Right. I was like three years old. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that's like the Pirates fans are just so broken and beaten down at this point. Yeah. Yeah. At least they have the Steelers. At least they have the Penguins like that. Pittsburgh is successful. Other yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean. Even Buffalo but the Pirates the are so now. goddamn bad, dude. <laughs> is there a town? Is there a town where every team nothing. is terrible? I feel like there used to be. Maybe Cleveland, although I don't know. Like their basketball team could be all right. Uh, well, they were when LeBron was there, and he got them their title. But they sucked pretty much forty years right. before that. Right. I can't. I can't think of anything. Cleveland he... was a good bet, but again, LeBron won the title, and like Buffalo would be a good bet. But the Bills are but, starting to right, get good. But the Bills are are on the way up. So I can't, and they only have two know. teams. So it's kind right. of tough. Is Atlanta right now? Because what do you got? You got the Falcons. Now, they're not too bad. But the Braves. Oh, my God. You want to talk about that? And then we'll move to the rest of the baseball real quick? Yeah, let's get – I'm back. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> Let's get it, bro. Yeah, um, let's talk about the Braves, bro. Let's get to the Braves. We'll start with uh, both bad news, but we'll start with the less bad news. I right. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's I think that let's take it easy on the Braves fans. Yeah. All right. Mike Soroka, their ace was already out uh, due to 
an Achilles injury. Uh, dude's got a whole lot worse. Going to be out for the rest of the season due to a setback in his rehab. So Mike Soroka and Braves Ace will not be available to them until 2022. Mm. God damn. Yeah. That is tough, dude. Especially when you're a playoff contending team like the Braves. Right. Exactly. Yeah. God, that's when you're expecting tough. to get that guy back for your playoff push. And now you're like, oh, fuck. But wait, was it a couple episodes ago? Or maybe last episode, we talked about them either destroying someone else or getting destroyed yeah, by the somebody. Braves beat the Pirates like 20. OK, OK. All right. All right. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, the, the Mets pirates, dude. Yeah. Well, because, you know, we were talking about it last night. The Mets like beat up on the Braves last night. I just kept getting notification after notification after notification about McCann. He hit his first bat at bat was a home run. Then he hit, I think, a triple. And then he got a couple singles and a, like he literally was just on base every hit. If it wasn't a home run like that dude in the ending at the end of the game, the score was 13 to two. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, that's the thing, bro, about the Mets. We keep talking about how they've played less games than everybody else, but they keep the past like week or so. They keep winning. Granted, they've only been playing the Rockies. You guys are really. going to have a real tough week coming up, though. I know. I know. Have and three double headers in the same week. Yeah. I, and I mean, we have 10 games in seven days. I'm not, like I said before, a few episodes. It's just kind of fucking crazy. If you it, think is. About it. it is. It is. Yeah. 10 professional baseball games in seven days. Yeah, it is crazy. But like I said a couple of weeks ago, I am not really watching the games live right now because Stanley Cup. But, uh, you know, once that's over, I'll probably be hitting the games. I, I, I don't know. I feel more optimistic than I did at the start of the season about the Mets because they, they're actually like – now it seems like they're hitting at first. It was like, they just weren't hitting at all. And there is some inconsistency in the hitting still, but at least they're hitting sometimes where it was like every game, they just weren't hitting at all. It was like two runs and that's all they could pull in. So I'm a little more optimistic now, but still cautiously optimistic because it's the Mets and we all know how that goes. Um, Yeah. That's, I mean, it's just how you have to live. And it's like, you know, if they win a world series, well then it's a nice surprise, (laughs) (laughs) but let's be real. If the Mets ever win a world series, that fucking riot is going to be insane. Like it's going to be crazy. Cause like I'm a Mets fan, but I'm not one was pretty crazy. Right. Like I'm a Mets fan, but I'm not like, you know, most Mets fans who are just like, it's in their blood. Like they literally like, I'm like, I'm like that with the Rangers, you know, right. where it's like other people are like that with the Mets, but yeah, I with mean, all of the Boston sports, right? Well, that makes sense. Cause you know, most of the Boston teams are, Oh, I guess you could say all of them, except for the Patriots last season are always doing really well. So yeah, but the I, Patriots have been, yep. The dynasty for the last 20, exactly. Years exactly. Probably the greatest dynasty in the history of sports. Huh, that's a great question. We should maybe cover that on the next episode. Try to figure I think out what the greatest the- dynasty. Let's do this on the next episode, okay? Wow, people really love listening to this. But let's do this. Next episode, we'll do greatest dynasty in every sport and then see if we can come up with a one that's the greatest of all time. It'll probably be the Pats, but we should try anyway. Because that could yeah, be interesting. 
We should do that. That could be really There's interesting. There's a couple hockey ones from way back in the day, too. Yeah, there are, like Canadians and stuff. But um, well, those are going to get hurt by the amount of teams. Yep, for sure. Modern for sure. sports. Any other yeah, baseball anyway. stuff you wanted to talk about? Yeah, let's get back to the Braves real quick. Yeah. We'll hit uh, go to a darker subject here. Uh, Marcelo Zuno is charged for felony aggravated assault for strangulation. Woo! Uh, in the state of Georgia, that carries a minimum of one year in prison and a maximum of 20. So Ozuna is going to be doing time. Jesus Christ. Who did he strangle? His wife this comes a Jesus year after his wife, Christ. Genesis, was arrested on domestic violence charges for allegedly hitting Ozuna in the face with a soap dish. Holy shit. That's a dysfunctional ass marriage. Uh, here's a bigger problem with that. Or yeah. Not a bigger problem because there's that's that's the biggest problem here. Right, right. You need to get your <laughs> fucking life figured out. Yeah. But for the Braves, their biggest issue here, Ozuna's in the first year of a four-year, $65 million deal. Oh, no. And if he's doing prison time. Yeah. I don't know if there's something in the... I was literally about to ask. I was literally about to ask. I don't know if there's something in the CBA that would void it for jail time. Right, right, exactly. Because I feel like, you know, and I'm not trying to make light of this situation, but I feel like that's not the team's fault, and they should not have to be penalized for that. You know? I don't know, though. We have to do some research and, and get back to it. Uh, you want to yeah, talk about I'm have to uh, look that up deeper? Yeah, for sure. You want to talk about Pujols? There's some interesting things with Pujols himself, and then with you know Bellinger, I have some questions. So go ahead and run us through. Yeah, I got a couple uh, Dodgers things here. Yeah, uh, Albert Pujols would would have had a walk off home run his first with the Dodgers until Yankees Mike Touchman jumped up and robbed his ass. Yeah, yeah, I watched that too, and I was like, damn. That was, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not the craziest thing I've ever seen in a baseball no, game. No, it was anything. a great catch. But God damn, it was it beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's like. It was it, a great fucking catch. Yeah, I would turn it around. high, like, Hall of Fame highlight reel, but it nope. was. I would was walk up to the closest player next to me and be like, yo, I'm getting laid tonight. Because that was <laughs> baller. <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking i'm looking at my notes right now and yeah it it auto corrected bias's name to baby bias, baby bias. <laughs> new funny. nickname new nickname yeah that was uh that was a nutty catch and um bellinger is coming back right bellinger yeah he just returned for the braves or that sorry stuck on the yeah. braves just returned for the dodgers <laughs> meach would have been pissed about that one yeah he would uh, Bellinger returns for the Dodgers. He was batting cleanup the other day. Uh, so good to see the former MVP back in the lineup for the Dodgers. Now, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. W- one last thing with Pujols before we get to your Bellinger question. Yeah. He is one extra base hit behind Babe Ruth for third all time. Nice. Uh, I don't think he's going to catch Barry Bonds or Hank Aaron. Yeah. I think this will be his last season. But. Right. How many, how many, what's the number on that? Like, how many base hits is it? 1,300 something. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because there's two, Aaron and Bonds are the only people that have over 1,400. Right. And they have, Bonds is 1,440 and Aaron is 1,477. 
Yeah. I have Hank Aaron's autograph somewhere in this room. I just have to find it. 1354 is what Pujols is at right now. Okay. So 1355 would be. Basically, it needs 100 more extra base hits, which is like three seasons worth. Yeah, he's not. Of like a solid production. Right. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um. Yeah, so my question with Bellinger, and again, like I'm not following, you know, the Dodgers or anything really, but he's he's a first baseman, right? Uh, he plays a bunch of positions. He plays first base. He plays outfield for him, but he's listed as a first baseman. Okay. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, they ha- I know they had, um. God, what's that guy's name? It's kind of a funny name. Uh, is it Muncy? Is that his name? Max uh, Muncy. Max yeah. Muncy. Yeah. All right. First of all, we Muncy could turn only, this country around if everybody was naming their children Max Muncy. That's, like, that's we, facts. We could turn this country around. <laughs> that is like, facts. We could write the fucking ship. But I know he like filled in and then they moved him to second so and Muncy, they got Pujols, right? Each so, is the one to ask on this, but yeah. I, Muncy only plays against lefties or righties. I don't okay. know which one it is. And I believe Bellinger plays every day. When Muncy isn't in, I think Bellinger plays first. When he is, he plays outfield. Right. Okay. I was just confused I know about like, how this was all going to work now, you know? Because yeah, they got yeah, Pujols yeah. like after the Bellinger thing. And Roberts so. is always big on pinch hitting, and he like right. That's what I figured. And righties, would he has happen. two completely different lineups. Like the right. Dodgers are always doing that shit. So right. Yeah. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. All right. Any other baseball stuff before we get to? Uh, well, I guess we could do the NBA playoffs before we do NHL. Probably the best bet. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, last thing I had uh, today's Red Sox game. Against the Marlins got postponed. That's going to be rescheduled on June seventh. Going to have a doubleheader. Why did it get postponed? Rain. Rain. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's been raining here like the last four days. Yeah. It uh it rained pretty fucking hard for a couple days here too, and I had to move a bunch of furniture in that rain. So that was a blast. But nobody oh, wants one, to hear about that. Yeah. One more thing. Which yeah. Is a quick one. Sure. We had our twenty thousandth. Um, oh, run right. scored in the MLB last week. We had our what was it? Was it twenty thousand player? I th- or two hundred? I think it was two hundred thousand. Yeah, I can't remember, but it was definitely a two of some kind. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that was that jumped out to me. Probably Marijuana some point the when memory. I was high. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw the similar numbers, and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> my high brain just attached. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fucking awesome Twenty thousand sort of runs plated that's janitor-esque savant. i mean i know we were like you know uh kind of you know giving you a little bit of shit for that stat but it is actually when you sent that to me today i was like damn that's kind of fucking cool that's nutty I-, I want all those stats for every sport like i want all how many touchdowns have been scored how many goals have been scored in hockey, you know, and how, some how many three-pointers in basketball, you know? There's some fucking nerd out there is keeping those stats. Yeah. Know, there's a big one like that. They'll let us know. Yeah, and he's, got, <laughs> he's, he's like, in a basement with a CB radio in case He's just waiting for war. shit like that to hit, like, 50,000, 20,000. Yep. Oh, hell like yeah. That. That's going to be his fucking... best day, bro. That's going to yep. be his best day. All right, well, let's uh, let's talk about the, uh, the NBA playoffs. Um Walk me through basically what's happened thus far. I have some questions about the Knicks series because I've seen some people posting some stuff. So I'll we'll get right. to that whenever you're ready. But yeah, what's going on in the NBA playoffs, bro? So so far, 
we've got the right, right now we've got the net Celtics on. They are beating the shit out of us. 133 to 109 in the fourth. So that's going to be a loss. We are going to go down 3 1 to Brooklyn there. So that series pretty much over. Right. But uh, isn't that kind of expected? I mean, it Nets was expected by Nets. me. Yeah. Right. We don't have Jalen Brown. And people were getting excited because we won the other night and Tatum put up 50. And it was like, but Tatum had to put up 50 just to get one win. Right. Exactly. Like you can't do that every game. It's no, that's sustainable. Tatum's yeah, exactly. phenomenal, and he put up fifty like two weeks ago too. But right. it's one star versus three, so yeah, mean, it's just that. That's how the NBA is right now. Yep. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So Celtics probably done, but like I said, expected that. Uh, tomorrow Philly is going to go against the Wizards. They are up three nothing in that series. Basically, just straight out domination from Philly. They look great. They look like a title contender right now. Okay, so for everyone listening, who they probably already know this if they listen regularly. I don't follow right. basketball at all. Haven't <clears throat> since probably sometime in the mid to late nineties. So the Wizards are they doing okay at all? Like they, if they're in the playoffs, I take it they're not that bad because they were like garbage for a while, bro. They were garbage. They got good. They got bad. They got good. They they've. They've done a lot of shit, but right now they have Bradley Beal. And okay. They have uh, Russell Westbrook. Right. So they just have one of the best backcourts in the NBA right now. Right. Which is really carrying them. They have a couple young pieces, but I mean, Bradley Beal rumors are constant. Westbrook got traded there for John Wall because John Wall was unhappy. And but they're still Washington getting and absolutely was... like destroyed by Philly. Yeah, they're getting fucking wrecked and they were it is like a eight seed seven eight right okay. i think philly was the one seed so right so that all makes sense then yeah right. okay so let me ask you a couple questions about this Knicks series so i see people posting all sorts of hate about some guy they're playing his name's trey something see this is how trey young I am. yeah trey like young. People are saying like constantly that it's like the most boring basketball in the world to watch and that like there was I I heard that there's some sort of foul that was controversial. I did not see that foul. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> Trey Young Trey Young is just basically Steph Curry light where as in he's a big like three-point jacket up shooter. Right. He's a great passer and he it's just like people Atlanta fans love watching him, but if right. you're like Philly, you, you're just going to fucking hate it. You're, right. you're going to hate it. It's just not what. Well, I saw, I, did you see it's the not, like, and again, he's lighting them up for fucking 25 and 10 every night. So. Yeah. Did you see the like Twitter is a video. Someone posted to Twitter of like 50 cent, like yelling at him from like the court side. And yeah. Bro, like, I was totally just giving him shit right now. I kind of love to, 50 bro. I love 50 Cent. Yeah. I was talking to Beach on uh, the other day because uh, a fan spit on Trey Young and he got banned from MSG. And I was like, finally, a uh, justified banning at MSG. <laughs> so we've had a bunch of people get banned for no reason, but that's fucking justified. You can't be doing that. No, you can't Especially be spitting right on Especially right yeah. after they let fans <laughs> back in from a fucking pandemic. You can't be spitting on people, bro. You can't Jesus do that anyway. Christ. But- uh, fucking Knicks fans, I guess, huh? 
Uh, all right. Well, this has been the educational minute of, of Dubs educating Birdie on basketball. So I'll, I'll let you get back to talking through the playoffs here. All right. Um, the Bucks they eliminated the Miami Heat. Defending Eastern Conference champion Miami Heat. Am I fucking? No. Okay, we're back. Yeah, you're good. You've been good the whole time. Solid as a rock, baby. Solid as a rock. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to post that we're to the Twitter because people are going to be like, I don't know what is happening. We're just going to bring up <laughs> random cut up wrestling promos every week and nobody has any idea what we're talking about. I love it. Um, uh, yeah. Defending Eastern Conference champion Miami Heat were dethroned by the Bucks. A lot of people saying they were frauds. A lot of people saying they're dumb for not trading. Tyler Hero for James Harden. Uh, all that's all that's gonna happen all offseason. You got bounced in the first round in a sweep. However, just like the Sixers, the Bucks look like a legitimate championship contender. Mm-hmm. And right now it looks like it's gonna be Bucks Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals. And the Nets are in there too, of course, because they're beating the shit out of us. Right. So I actually who I think I favor the Nets over the I think the Nets are the, still the favorites or the Nets live right. Kyrie and Harden. And then the Bucks and the Sixers have stepped up into that talk for Eastern Conference Champion. But I still think the Nets hold the edge, yeah. Yeah, uh, yep, it's yep, yep. I mean, like I said, I don't follow basketball, but I have watched some Nets highlights and it's absurd. It's right. ridiculous. Like just all they just have all that what's the word like manpower and it like it's clicking too like that's the thing like we've talked we talked about very early on in the season i seem to remember us talking about how there might be like too many cooks in the kitchen as it were but yeah it it seems to be working from like yeah like they're clicking like it's happening and it's just wild to see so we want to talk about the hockey playoffs now you want to talk about some nhl because there's a lot to talk about let me sit up here my back hurts you want to talk about some hockey? Uh, yeah, let me run through the last four series where they're at. I won't go in-depth, and we'll get some hockey because we're running a little long on the basketball, the hardwood. It's all good. But uh, Utah leading the Grizzlies 2-1. Uh, Grizzlies being led by the emergence of John Morant. Twitter collectively on the Grizzlies side. <laughs> it's just NBA Twitter in general. <laughs> they're really big fans of John Morant. Uh, um, Suns Lakers tied 2 2 as well. Blazers Nuggets, same thing with Clippers Mavs. Actually, sorry, Clippers still down 2 1. That game starts at 9 30 tonight. Okay, so Maybe. we'll have more to talk about those series. Yes, next, next time. Next, next time, we next should start team. whipping out the Scottish accents. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me that it's been a matter? Don't see it. Don't see that. Don't see it. All right. All right. Let's let's get to some hockey. Because like I said, there's a lot to talk about. Um, so the first thing. I guess, where do we leave off on the last episode? Where, uh, I guess you guys had, were we about were to win the cap to... series and you did win. So yep. you started against we the Islanders on... last night. The final game was 
while when we were, we were recording. recording, right? Yeah. yeah. And and then it looked like it was like three to two, and then you guys just locked it up, and that was yep. over. Um, let me go back, and we'll see. Because, let's see, the Wild officially lost to the Knights. so They now, lost game seven to Vegas, six to two. They did. They did Vegas that. went on. They're going to be playing the Avs in round two. Yep, and then, let's see, the Canes closed out the Preds. Islanders closed out the Pens. Lightning Light- closed out the Panthers. You saw, uh, Preds and Pens. That sounded similar. I was yeah, like, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so, all right. So there's a few things we need to talk about here. Firstly, let's talk about the Leafs and the Canadians. Okay. So I don't know if you They're watched. They're going to be going to Game Seven. Yes. No, they are. I was locked in on the oh. Islanders Bruins. Yes, which they won. Fuck yeah, let's go bees. We'll get to that let's series go. in a minute because I, I have some thoughts on it. But the Leafs and the Canadians is hilarious to me because the Leafs, as a team on paper should be destroying that team. Like, just wiping and the Montreal's floor. Montreal's had so much uh, turnover this year and coaching and everything. Like, there's right. no reason Montreal should be going to Game 7 with Toronto. Toronto should have fucking yeah, it been should, done with that shit. Yeah, now. it should have been like a 3-1, to one, you know, or a 4-2 to two series. Like, And I'm watching last night, and up until sometime, I believe, in the third period, it's just all a goalie battle all night long and then Montreal breaks through they get the goal gets challenged by Sheldon Keefe who I think is a good coach uh and coach of for people uh yeah the Maple Leafs sorry and the challenge is overruled and so they're assessed a minor penalty and then the Maple Leafs actually scored. It went back and forth, and I think it went to – no, it wasn't double OT. I think it was just one OT period, and the Canadians win. So now they're going into game seven. Canadians have crawled back into the series and won in overtime. So if I'm a Leafs fan – Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> if I'm a Leafs fan, I'm, I'm very scared now because anytime a team pulls some shit like that, they're riding high. This is what happened to the Kings the last time they won the Stanley Cup. You know, they went every series seven games, and they won the Cup. So it's... Grind it out. Yeah, I mean, that can... It sounds so stupid, but it really can make a difference. If the Canadians beat the Leafs, and let's say, hypothetically, you're Austin Matthews, are you staying... I don't I know if I am not like a bitch. <laughs> I forgot that's your name. <laughs> Cause like, this is the point I have. Honestly, I think this playoff series, this playoffs in general could potentially cause like a massive migration of really good players, right? Let's go down the list. Jack Eichel this season He's he's got to be leaving Buffalo. Speaking of which, we never he's, even covered this. Did you see his exit interview? No. Holy shit, dude! He, I'll have to watch it. He comes into his exit interview and he basically says, "I need to get surgery, and they're not letting me get surgery. I want out." Is basically what he says. <laughs> what the fuck? So Jack Eichel's leaving. Then we got to talk about the Oilers because they got destroyed by the Jets. Yeah. They did. What the fuck? And I'd like to say, and this is no attack at Meech at all, even though it might sound like that. I'd like to say you and I are vindicated in that. 
Because we said at the very beginning of the season, we're like, yep, yep, Oilers will get there, and then they will shit the bed because they'll score four goals and they'll give up five. don't have defense. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, after one of the games, Dreisaitl says, if you score four goals, you're supposed to win the game. (laughs) It's just so sad. So We've been preaching it. Yeah, so it's like, you know, this could – this is what I was talking about when I texted you last night. The effects of the playoffs is if if I'm Connor McDavid, I've been there for what, five years now, and we haven't yeah. won a playoff series. I'm fucking out. If I'm Leon yeah. Dreisaitl, I'm too fucking good for this team. I'm Especially McDavid's gone. I'm fucking yeah, out. I'm out, <laughs> out, right? So I just feel like you're going to have this migration. I don't know about Austin Matthews, but I, the, I think he stays. I think you're going to have – Toronto in a couple years running into a salary issue and you're probably going to see somebody like Armarner get traded or one right. of those other top forwards leaving free agency. Yeah. You start seeing some of that with Toronto. Yeah. Or, or they might move like Bogosian or, or something. Like right. That. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. No, I agree with you hundred percent, but I I'm honestly, I'm not going to be surprised if McDavid is out, which here's my theory. I'm just going to float this out there. I think, Jack Eichel is going to go to the New York Rangers and Connor McDavid, if he leaves the Oilers is going to go to the Kings because to get Connor McDavid, the package is going to have to be ridiculous. I mean, you're talking a couple first he, round picks. You still some have good five players. years of control on him too, though. So it's, the right. Oilers could also just be like a fuck or so. Yeah, they, they could, but it's tough, right? Like if a player basically says, I don't want to play here anymore. Why would you, you know what I mean? Right, that always. I mean, that's what you run into at the NBA with Harden. Right, it's 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 not a good situation to be in because I feel like one, it's going to affect it's, their play. They're going to phone it right. in, and then that's going to trickle down. The, it fucks up the chemistry. It fucks up right. everything, and you're also losing value because everyone knows he wants out. Right, exactly. So, I honestly, I I believe he's going to go to the Kings if he leaves because they're the only team besides the Rangers that really has the assets to get him personally. I think the McDavid and Matthews stay put. I think Eichel does go to the Rangers, but I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I mean, I know it's like kind of hard to believe, but it's either going to be McDavid or dry Like I feel like one of them is going to leave and probably go to the Kings, which would be dope for the Kings. I know Meech would be so pumped if they got dry like, man, he'd be right the roof. He loves that guy. And I get it. He's a good player. He's a good player. The All German right. dream. Yeah, the German dream. So let's let's talk about the uh the Bruins and the Islander series. Um and and David Posternock like just go. dropped his dick on the fucking ice and said, Here I am. New oh York. my god. And honestly, dude, when that first goal got scored, I knew because the Islanders scored first, I knew that you were probably like, Oh shit. And I was like, I'm just going to, in my head, I was like, nah, it's nothing. It's nothing. In the time I've been alive watching the Bruins, we have never had a score like David Pasternak. Oh, yeah. We've had players better overall. I think, like, Bergeron, I think, gives him a run for being a I think the difference between Bergeron and Pasternak is Bergeron is like a clutch player. Like, when you need it the absolute most. He's going to give it to you. And like on Pasternak's first goal, right at the end of the first period, it was because Bergeron won the faceoff. 
There's right, like that's 20 what I'm seconds saying. left in the period. He won the face off. They got it over to Pasternak and fucking put it away. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I'm just ahead. saying from a pure scoring standpoint, we've yeah. never had a score like like a, a a finesse player lifetime. standpoint. Yeah, yeah I I so I'd agree with you. Goddamn good. Yeah, he really is. And and it's like we talked about last night. It, it's not even necessarily for me personally his goal scoring ability or any of that it's like the way he sees the ice his like hockey iq if you will he's always in the right place he's always in the right place and once he gets the puck it's if he needs to let go of it right away he lets go of it right away if he yeah to exactly hold it, he holds it if he needs to dish it he dishes it but he's always making the right decisions his hockey iq is through the roof and like you said his positioning is it's Perfect. on it's yeah it's on point all and the, the time chemistry with him martian and bergeron it's yeah i mean they call it the perfection line. perfection line they call yeah. it that for a damn reason <laughs> which dude i was thinking about this last night too and i was watching the game see jason tatum put up 40 and he lost by fucking 15 oh jesus that's <laughs> ridiculous dude oh. kd also put up 42 and Kyrie, i think had like 38 so wow yeah what, <laughs> what can you do but no, I was watching the game last night and I was thinking about it. You know, a few years ago, you traded Adam Fox to us for Rick Nash, who had to retire because of health reasons. So that's, you know, I'm not going to necessarily the Bruins got hosed on that trade because no, and he did. Didn't. He did well when we had him. Yeah. But can you imagine? And I don't want to imagine this because it'd be a living hell for me. But could you imagine if he stayed and your top defensive pairing was McAvoy and Fox? Yeah, I mean, nice. what the fuck? And then you have Carlo on the second line. It would be, un- like Kevin it would be Miller, unstoppable. McLean. Like there, it would be unstoppable. There would be no Rask scoring and against Halak the, in the net. Yeah, you literally <laughs> would not be able to score against them. But yeah, as far as the series goes, how do you feel about it? You feeling optimistic I at all? Feel pretty confident. So I was a little nervous when they came out and scored at first, but like you said, I was yeah. Like, it set the tones as the first game of the series. If it was game two and they came out and did that, I'd be a little less nervous than I was. But as soon as we tied it up, I was like, all right, here we go. Fucking Sorokin was giving up a ton of rebounds. Yep. Which what if you just keep firing them on the net, which we were doing, they're going to go in, which started to happen. Well, I mean, in, in playoffs too, like rebound control is the name of the game. If you're a goalie, you have to control those rebounds. You can't be giving that shit up, man. Yeah. That being said, and I do Islanders, think he'll be a beast in a couple years, though. And like they kind of they came out hot. We tied it. The second, they're kind of timid, and then in the third, they just look dead. Yeah. Well, okay. Like they just look. They look kind of flat. I'm and if so that's glad how you mentioned you're gonna this. be in the first game. I don't think that bodes well for you in the series. I agree with you, and I'm so glad you mentioned this. And I don't want to jinx the Bruins at all, but I thought this last night. Are the Islanders only as good as they are because Barry Trotz is coaching that team? Like, if yes. anyone else is coaching that team, I think that team is not very fucking good. Don't get me wrong. Fucking Barzal is a monster player. And um, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, fucking, well, there's Pajot. Bovillier. Great player. Bovillier is the one that scored first last Yeah, night. Bovillier is an awesome hockey player. I really and like the way he plays. they traded for Palmieri. Right. Palmieri's not a bad player. But I just, I don't think if they have any other coach but Barry Trotz, they're even here. You know what I mean? I they might make it to the playoffs, the last, but they ain't making it here. I think that's been the case of their 
or for the last couple of years. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think and really since Tavares left, everyone was like, oh, that team's going to finish dead last, and they didn't, and they've been good since Tavares left. I think that's a testament to the coaching. Yeah. And the players that are there are agreed. They are good. They do step up, but I don't think they're in the position that they are without trots. Yeah. I agree with you. In that I think regard. he just knows how to, like, coach the team to its, like, max potential. I mean, he and starts together, a lot of games with, like, the third line, that, like, heavy checking line. You know, right. so that's just solid coaching all around. Sorry, what were you going to say? Uh, the other point I was going to make to the Islanders being flat, it doesn't bode well for them. And the Capitals came out and played us hard. Hard. Right. The first, fuck it, was it the first three games once OT? Yeah, yeah. At least, it, I like, think it was the first two. It could have been the first three, but I'm pretty, I know for a fact it was the first two. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Either way. They have, <laughs> like, they came out firing against us and yeah put us in a position early on where we had to step up and we still got it done in five games and the islanders don't give me that same vibe right now granted yeah. it was one game they could have just come out flat right they'll figure it out like we said they're well coached yeah they they've been in the playoffs the last couple of years they've gone deep a couple of times so yeah i'm confident right now but i am not like oh we got this in the bag yeah absolutely yeah no, I, I'm 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 in the same boat. I feel like it's the Bruins series to lose. We'll put it that Agreed. way. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, I don't really have anything else in hockey to talk about unless you've got some stuff that you want to run through real quick. We could move to football if not. Um. No, I think I'm all set. Let's talk good. about some football. Oh, football. My bad. Sunday. 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 <laughs> I'm surprised there's even football news to talk about, really. But I, I guess I'm not. It's football, and this is America. We're starting this shit out with a little weed football news. Oh, yes. I did read about this. Lit. Super so, lit. Calvin Johnson, one of the greatest NFL wide receivers of all time. Have a Calvin Johnson jersey. Loved Megatron. He's looking to dominate the cannabis industry now. This new company, <laughs> Primitive. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a, a weird name for a cannabis company. It is. I just read that and I was like, weird. But he's Mark. He's like, there's. There, let me read the quote here. Yeah. Michiganers love their craft everything from their beer onto their cannabis. We view ourselves as boutique cannabis. We call ourselves primitive because we believe that cannabis was originally medicine, hence the name primitive. Okay, that uh, does looking. That he also went on to tell. To me, okay. Yahoo Finance that he's looking to bring a level of professionalism to cannabis. We truly believe in heightening the plant's healing powers, and that's what we're here to do. This is to level of professionalism to the industry operating on an excellent level while giving solutions to our people. Calvin Johnson, also a big proponent for using weed and for um, medical purposes for athletes in the NFL. Uh, the NFL has since relaxed some of its wellness policies, but Calvin Johnson wants to take it a step further, and he's hoping his company can do that as well as the goals I already stated. Look at you. you that was so professional. It, I felt like I was watching, like, SportsCenter. I, I, was yeah. like, it, I was, like, in my bed, waking up in the morning, turning on the TV, and Dubs is reading me the sports news. Way to go, man. But let's talk about it. That means I, I smoked the perfect amount. I honestly firmly believe that every professional athlete should be able to smoke pot. I fucking, the fact that they can't is so ridiculous to me. 
And the fact that an NHL player can't do that, but that cocaine is not on the banned substance list is ridiculous. Well, that might be changed now because of the pretty sure that's changed. Uh, Kuznetsov, yeah, I was gonna uh, debacle. <laughs> I think the Capitals fucked that up for everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Like, it, I mean, we could talk about that in general with the country in general. Like, everyone should just be able to smoke pot all fucking day right. Long. I was just gonna say, I think fuck like. The, if liquor stores are everywhere, like if your town is a liquor store, there's no reason it can't have a dispensary. Yeah, it, 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 absolutely. I mean, what else can everybody knows? I feel like literally everyone in America feels that way. And if you're if you're listening to this fucking podcast, obviously you feel that way. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, when the company starts, I will definitely make a purchase if possible. If yeah, I can purchase it online, peak. if I could get some uh craft cannabis from calvin johnson you know i'm gonna do it yeah of <laughs> course absolutely absolutely oh lord Kropak is calling me that's what i call sked lord Kropak. gotcha i was like I'll who the fuck <laughs> the lord commander yeah I, I don't know why but i call him lord Kropak. I, lord Kropak in his house of good that's what i call him okay so let's get back on track yeah, so we started off football with a little weed news. Yeah. Tying it into the Stone Sports. I thought it was absolutely perfect. Yeah, it was. That that, that car is perfect. <laughs> it's not a starter car. It's a finisher car. Tennessee's going to ruin the lining. <laughs> <laughs> you don't make modifications to a Countach. That car is perfect. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in so long. Uh, sorry, more sunny. References. You know, I you know what episode I was watching the other night that's super underrated. Huh. The uh, one of the newer ones where they go into the Jimmy Buffett concert. Oh and they my god! Going, and they just argue over the bathroom signs the whole time. It's so. Those are the best it's, episodes, dude. When they have I, like something they have to do, and then they just get so distracted that they don't do it. Oh my for god! For some reason, I've only watched that episode maybe twice, and I did not appreciate it as much as i did oh I watched it's that the so other good. night and i was fucking in tears like the, the part the trial of the Frank century keeps arguing his parts and dennis is just going why are you on my side yeah. you're just making this worse <laughs> shut your mouth <laughs> i hate when you're on my side it's just the whole episode dennis has become easily the funniest character now he's yeah like every, like we've talked about it before every time we watch it through i get a new favorite yeah oh yeah like the trial of the century is another example of one of those episodes. One of my personal favorites is the quarantine when they're like, I just watched that one too. doing the, the, the acapella for the voice to men concert. That scene where Dennis does the, <laughs> for like 30 seconds is the does funniest thing I've ever seen. Like the voice of a man who is ill. Yes. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's get it back on track. Let's get it back on track. It's a nice football. Yeah. Back to football. <laughs> so Tim Tebow signed by the Jaguars. We've covered it a couple times here. A uh, little league conspiracy theory going around. Some league execs believe Tim Tebow is being brought in to play a Taysom Hill-like role with the Jaguars. Um, obviously, we know Taysom Hill's role with the yeah. Saints. He's listed as a quarterback tight end hybrid he plays running back he plays receiver he does it all um urban meyer new coach of the jaguars coach tim tebow 
to national championship at Florida. Obviously knows his athletic capability. People are believing that he might be bringing him in to do some crazy tactical shit like Taysom Hill. But I don't know. I personally think it's I personally think they signed him as a publicity stunt. Yeah, no, I mean, not, I mean not that's necessarily done. I feel like that's harsh. Right. But Tim Tebow sells fucking tickets. Yeah. You have the number one pick. You just got Trevor Lawrence. You have Urban Meyer making his NFL debut. And you bring Tim Tebow back to play fucking football in Florida. You're yeah. gonna sell jerseys. People are gonna pay attention to you. They're gonna go all of the shit. Just said. Yeah. It's, what the fuck else are you gonna do? And if he if he can play, golden. Yeah, but, that's how I feel. I feel like it's it's a publicity it's stunt. A loon, I think a he's going to get a fair look in like preseason, if you will. Right. And, and if this it doesn't work out, that's the real out, test. Because right. we'll know more if he actually makes the opening day roster. Oh, see, like I feel like that's a lock. That's only 53 people, though. The, pre- the offseason roster is almost 40 extra spots. It's a 90-man roster, which is what he's on currently. Right, and I could so he has be to beat out wrong, fucking but... forty more people to make the roster, and that's what. But does saying. he though? Even if it does, he it's though? a win-win for now because you still get the publicity, the money, the attention, all that shit. And if he can play and he makes the roster, he makes the roster, and you still get all that. Plus, he hopefully he's able to play. But if he doesn't, there's no fucking skin off your back. Right, that's what I'm saying. I feel like he's he going to make the roster. Like just I do. him coming in doing what he's already done, which is nothing. Right. It's just sell tickets and which not even that, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's creating and interest, a buzz, yeah. creating a buzz around a team and that desperately needs He's that. already done that job. So, yeah. Anything from here on out is a win for the Jags with Tebow. Yeah, either I, way, I feel like it's a lock. He's gonna be on the roster in preseason, and you know they'll see what happens. That's how I feel about it. I think his for sure be their preseason. I don't know about yeah, day. yeah. I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. I think he'll get a fair look in preseason, and if it doesn't work out, they'll cut their losses. You know, which right. are none really, as we've discussed. Brandon <laughs> Jacobs, former running back for the Giants, won a Super Bowl. Won a Super Bowl. In 2013 was the last <laughs> time he played. He saw Tim Tebow got so- get signed, and he said, I I am more athletic than Tim Tebow. It's a quote. Wow. And he thinks he can still make a comeback. However, he wants to play defensive end. Interesting. I don't know if you've seen Brandon Jacobs, if you know who that is. Yeah. Dude was like 6'2", 250 playing running back. Right. So he's a big fucking boy. If yeah. he's in shape and he can do it, fair. And he also went on to say, he was like, I just want a fair shot. If I bring me in, if I get cut, I get right. cut, I'll take it like a man. But I want one more chance. And if he can do it, I know I fucking can. That was basically what he was saying. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see it. I don't me too. I think it's the same thing. I I don't think he'll make it. He's a 38-year-old player who's never right. played the position. I appreciate the big dick energy, though. Exactly. <laughs> and if it happens, I'd love to see it. I'm here for it. I'm yeah. rooting for him. Absolutely. Gotta love a comeback. Right. Yeah. Um, last thing here for football is the Julio Jones saga. Birdie. <laughs> Strap on in, buddy. <laughs> it's gonna be a long one because this shit broke the day after we recorded last week, and <laughs> it's just evolved from there. Okay. What's so I got on? us I've got a bullet 
bulleted notes taking us from the beginning <laughs> to the end. <clears throat> so let's start with this. Okay. Julio Jones, star wide receiver for the Falcons. There's been trade rumors surrounding in the last couple weeks. Shannon Sharp is the host of, I think it's Uninterrupted now. I don't, yeah, I don't fucking know. I think it is. Sharp. I met him once, you know. Really? Yeah, his dad was that story a first. football coach for the high school my dad went to. Um, That's tits. Yeah, and so like I met him, and what was the other Sharp brother? What was his name? Was is it Darian or uh, Dare? I don't know. I, I met both of them. That's I was awesome. just like sitting in the clinic at my middle school and they just walked in and I was like, holy shit, that's Shannon Sharp. Sterling Sharp. Yes, that's it. Yes, that is it. I knew it was an S. I just couldn't remember. Yeah, I couldn't. Was. I couldn't remember. For some reason, I wanted to say like Darren, but that's just. Yeah, I think you're thinking of Darren Sharper, which is. Yeah, exactly. Not who you want to be thinking. No, of. it is not. But yeah, I met um, him. Super cool. Anyway, continue on your saga. So yeah, Shannon Sharp on air goes, you know what? I'm going to call Julio, get this straightened out. <laughs> I still don't think Julio Jones knew he was fucking live on air. Yeah, right. Did you see the clip? No, I didn't. All right, so I'll give you the quote from it. Yeah. Calls Julio. He's like, what up, man? How you doing? And they give like their little intro. Hey, how are you? And then he's like, all right, so what's the deal, man? What's up with Atlanta? And Julio goes, oh, I'm out of there, man. Oh, no, I did see and that. The whole I didn't time watch Skip the clip, Bayless but I is read it. Just like shitting his pants, like so excited, like a little kid. He's like, ask him this, ask him this, ask him this. And like he, He's just fucking freaking out all excited because he knew he was getting a crazy scoop. They're yeah. also going to be fucking everywhere for mixed reactions. Yep. But, uh, there's speculation they're talking about before they made the phone call. Julio Jones was wearing, spotted wearing a Cowboys jersey, so they asked about the Cowboys. He's like, "Well, is he this was the part I read." And, and he said, <laughs> "What did he say?" He said, I, I, he goes, I "Come on, win. man, come on, man. You know I want to win." <laughs> and then Shannon Sharp because we both know you ain't winning there. We both know you ain't winning there. <laughs> Woo. Savage, gotta love that. Gotta love and, that. Uh, so th that obviously created a huge fucking buzz because Julio just said one, he's out of Atlanta and two, he's not going to Dallas yeah. live on fucking air. Yeah. That's nutty, dude. Like almost unprecedented. So rumors went to, Oh shit, this guy's getting traded. Yeah. Yeah. But where? June 2nd is the first day Julio Jones can be traded from Atlanta. Not because he can't by any rule or anything, but because of cap reasons. Right, There's exactly. Be a certain amount of dead cap that it is reduced significantly after June yeah. 2nd. I believe yeah. it's cut in half from like 15 to 8 or something. Yeah. I don't know if that's like standard right, in but... most sports. There's like always a date where like right, after it cuts. It's the like the new cap. league calendar or whatever the fuck it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, June 2nd is that that day. Um, reports are Atlanta has been offered future first round picks. I don't know if it's one or two. I feel like it was probably two at the start and it's gone down right. to one because now everyone knows, knows he's out of there. Yep. He's also going to be 32 mm, years old. Right. Granted, it is Julio. And he has, he was injured last season. He played four games. Yeah. I mean, it is who it is, but still, even still, that's, that's reason for, so it's a risk yeah exactly it's a it's a calculated risk you're definitely going to take i believe he's signed for 
three more years. I'm going to check that. Real That's not quick. too bad, though. Three years is not too bad. No, so he, because I'm pretty sure his contract would be up at 35. That's, that's, I think that's a risk worth taking, depending on, you know, what team it is. It's definitely a risk worth. Who, where do you think he would go potentially? I mean, I know where you want him to go, but. So his contract would be up at the end of next season. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. That's a different story then. It is a different story. That's a much different story. But you know he wants out of there. Right. And you're not going to get anything for him at the end of that season. I mean, if you can if you so can get I him for next to nothing, like So now I feel like move. now that I read that, I feel like a first round pick might be yeah, we'll take that. Depending on what team it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. But so we were originally the favorite Patriots came out as the betting favorite immediately. Right. There's also a report that we offered. I think I talked about this on the show. We offered for Julio and their fourth overall pick on draft night and they declined. Yeah. We did talk about that. And then Mac Jones ended up falling to us anyway. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But uh, today that changed to the Titans. So there's been movement in the betting favorites that changed to the Tennessee mm. Titans today. That was about 11, 10, 11 o'clock. Whenever the lines opened, I don't know what time that is, but whenever the lines opened. And you said it's June 2nd. So in June a, 2nd. in like a couple days, we'll probably have like a much better idea of, of yeah, what's like happening. Ap- yeah. Pretty much right after this podcast comes out. We'll yeah. Have an update. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, like last week. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh. 1 p.m. today, a report came out that the Seahawks have had multiple discussions with the Falcons for Julio. Well, I mean, so which and that's there's definitely more if those are coming that's, out. Now, well, that's it, what I'm saying. Like, it makes sense. And the report I feel came like out everyone's going to at least make a phone call, right? Well, you're not right. everyone. And I did most. this chronologically. So like the yesterday is when the report right. came out for the future first rounder. Right. So I think teams saw that and went, oh, shit. All right. Hold on. We can get Julio. Get Julio, <laughs> so they're fucking. I think people are lining up at the door to get him now, and that's why the odds have changed. But I still think the Patriots and Titans are the favorite. I think Baltimore is an outside shot, I think Seattle now has an outside shot. Um, and if you look at the impact that would have, you give Mac Jones a legit number one target for his rookie season, yeah. If he goes to Tennessee, you pair him up with AJ Brown. And Tannehill has two legit fucking weapons and right. with Derrick Henry. And yeah. then we have, if he goes to Baltimore, pair him with Brown, Lamar Jackson, and that offense get a whole lot better. And if he goes to Seattle, there's DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Right. Yeah. I mean, any of those options is good. And like I said, if you can... I mean, you're not going to be able to give up nothing, but if you can give up right. as little as possible. Next to nothing? Yeah, like ne- if you can give for up next to all, nothing. For what every receiver <laughs> in the NFL like, like consensusly say, Julio's the number, number one. Right, if you can give up next to nothing and it's, you know, there's only one year left on the deal, you it's a win-win. Yeah. You know, because if, if, if he comes out good, then you can, you know, sign him again. And those if four not, games just he cut played... Those four games he played were at the end of the season, too. 
Right. So he came on. He came on strong at the end. Right. So I mean, damn, that is a saga. Saga. It's, it's a saga. It's a saga. So we ended oh. last week's episode with the Sanchez Fabio saga, <laughs> and then we land this week with the Julio Jones saga. Fucking sounds good to me, man. All right, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get the hell out of here? No, I think that'll fucking do it. All right, all right. Well, let's uh, let's tons of sports this week, though. Hell yeah, let's 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 take it home. Thanks for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. Follow us on all the socials. It's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. Say goodbye, bro. Peace. We're also officially on Amazon now. Oh, we are. I see. I didn't even know. Lit. Yeah. Not um. The first one, like they made me resend the right but then the second time we'll do nice all right well amazon too all right <laughs> later peace